Welcome to the second episode of What Happens After. My name is Bryce. And I'm Melissa. And this is our podcast, basically giving you an insight into what our lives are really like. Life's after a reality TV show. It is where we met. It is. It's a very different avenue to meeting a partner. It sure was. And uh, we just want to give a big thank you to, to everyone that listened to the first episode. It charted quite well. Yeah, thank you. Very appreciative of that. And whether you listen to like us and support us or whether you listen to maybe have your opinion changed or you listen to hate us even more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hopefully not, but we really appreciate the support. And for those of you that did listen. I guess this is our own narrative that we can write ourselves and it's unfiltered. It's who we are. It is. Nothing is sugar-coated. <laughs> no. Which is what we're going to hear about in this second episode, uh, you're going to hear about some bad habits yeah. that each other have. Yeah, <laughs> each other have. Well, what, are you just going to target me, I, are you? Yeah, what bad habits do I have? <laughs> well, we'll find out a bit later oh, in the episode. Oh, okay. Plus two, um, <laughs> we're going to be discovering something that we found out with me, that I've got some weird little thing with my body. Now, it's not that I've put on a couple oh. of kgs during COVID. <laughs> it's the fact that I've got this random click. And you've found it. Oh, the click. The click. Yeah. Yes. I thought we were talking about something else. Oh, what were you thinking? <laughs> there is a click elsewhere. Your other nighttime habits. I've been through heartaches. I've been to heaven. I've done my best and my worst. Learned my lessons. Why don't we start off this episode in something that we kind of ticked off? As a first for us, still a new couple. We've only been together for seven months. We've come away on our first little adventure. We're in Darwin. Yeah. This episode is coming to you from Darwin. Uh, we've both never been here before. It's bloody hot. It's great, though. Oh, I've, I've lived in Melbourne for 20-odd years. I'm, I'm used to the cold. I'm, I love cool weather. I love getting rugged up. So coming to Darwin, it's so beautiful, but... Man, it's hot. See, I lived in Rockhampton in central Queensland for about four or so years and I loved it. And it's kind of like the same climate as Darwin. Mm. So I've come off the plane and look at me, I'm so giddy. I'm like, yes, we're yeah. in Darwin. Can't wait. And I'm like, put me back on the air-conditioned plane. It was uh, interesting. It was a four-hour plane ride Yeah, for us. It's pretty cruisy. I've noticed that you like to sleep a lot on planes. <laughs> Well, when you're up at 3am to catch a flight and then on said flight, there are screaming children the whole way. Yeah, you didn't handle it too well, did you? Nope. What were the words? I'm going to shut that baby up. <laughs> Essentially, in a polite way. <laughs> oh, no, I think, uh, I think the parents were poor buggers. They were, they were doing their best, but I, I don't deal with screaming kids very well. Well, what if we end up having a kid of our own one day? You are the one looking after it on the plane. As soon as that kid starts screaming, it's going to you. <laughs> and I'll be going out the back with that air hostess getting a drink. What was the comment you made on the aircraft? You said, oh, I can't get used to doing this at 3am with a baby well, day that, in, day out. That was hard. Getting a, We set our alarms to catch our 6am flight. So we set our alarms for 3am 
and you just feel like an absolute zombie at that time, almost to the point where you wake up that early and you feel so nauseous. I don't even know why, but just it, that's way too early. And I, I've got to, you know, give credit to all the parents out there that are waking up to newborns every one to two hours. I don't know how you do it. You're bloody superstars. See, I'm used to an early wake up with my job. I did breakfast radio for years and years. So to wake up at 3, 3.30 was my norm. Yeah. We still just got our flight. Even and though we got up early, uh, someone was still packing until the last minute. Just to clarify too, we didn't get up so early so we could do our hair and makeup and all that sort of stuff. It was no, because no. we live an hour and 15 minutes away from the airport in Melbourne. So we had to get there and then park the car and do the whole bus to the terminal and all that yeah. sort of jazz and... We did rush, didn't we? No, hey, I was I was lying on the bed just having a bit of a nap until you got ready. So you're ready. blaming me for it? Absolutely. Oh. You were the one who, you weren't even ready yet. I was just lying on the bed while you were still packing. I was busy. Yeah, packing still. Catching zeds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> while you're in the shower. Yeah. Oh. But we are in Darwin, as we mentioned, and um, it's our little getaway. We've been up here for a nightclub appearance. Yeah. So we're at Discovery Nightclub. Shout out to those guys as well. Woo! It was a very eye-opening <laughs> night. Oh, yeah. Darwin knows how to party. That's what we'll say. <laughs> I'm lying down as we speak. <laughs> I don't know if um, I could do it two nights in a row up here. I don't think at our age you can really back it up. Unless you're Jason, of course. Yeah, that's Jason Engler from the show we're on, our mate. But <laughs> uh, they're going to love it. Him and Cameron are coming up here next week. And we've worded them up to say, guys, you're going to have the time of your life in Darwin. Yeah. Could I live in Darwin? It is a very small city compared to Melbourne. Melbourne's huge. And and just the lifestyle in Melbourne, I'm just so accustomed to with coffee and the culture, the beaches. So Darwin would be a completely different lifestyle. Uh, I think it's perfect for me for a holiday. Uh, it's a bit far away from family. For me, I think. Mm. See, I got here and the first thing I thought was I could easily live here. The climate, it's like your community feel. I really like living in sort of areas that are very community-based. I've done a lot of regional living mm-hmm. in my 32 years and I like it. And we both know that I've, I was offered a job up here in radio mm-hmm. and had to decline it before the show. But, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to make the move yet. Maybe a couple more trips and maybe I'll be convinced. Yeah. Well, why don't we have a quick little listen to a bit of audio that I recorded of us in bed Oh. during the week when we were actually at home in Melbourne. Oh, really? Um, we went to bed one night and just to give you a bit of a, a backstory to it. Is this PG or should, is we, PG. should we put a rating on this? No, it's PG. Oh, good. So <laughs> it was one of the nights where I just wanted to get to bed and go to sleep, which is very rare for me because I normally get in bed, I watch a couple of videos, you're the one trying to sleep. Yeah. But the shoe was on the other foot. And just for some reason, I've nicknamed you the Chirpy Chipmunk because <laughs> you just were in some mood that I've never discovered before. And it wasn't a bad mood, but just have a listen to this audio and you'll probably get a true bit of indication to what mood Liz was like. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you peanut butter. 
<laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Stop! Stop! So as you can tell by that audio, um, I was giggling away like a little schoolgirl, but at the same time too, yeah, I was getting so annoyed with you <laughs> because I just wanted to sleep and you're there and you're going, doing this and doing that. And I'm like, please just stop. Just, just to clarify, I was just rolling over and hugging you and, you know, I was being a little bit annoying, but. You, you were poking me, poking, you were poking me, you were tickling me and you know, I've got like. Oh, I was tickling your feet. I was tickling your feet too and you hate your feet being touched. Yeah, so she's there and she's going, oh, look, I'm going to tickle your feet. And I'm just like, it woke me up. So I had the world's worst night's sleep because I just wanted to go to bed calmly. Couldn't do it because you were in your chirpy chipmunk mood. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of bed, we've discovered too, and it actually came from the very first night that we met on the TV show Mm. after the wedding that... We are very specific with our sides of the bed. I think that's normal, isn't it? Not with everyone, I don't think. I'm sure it would be. Everyone would have a side of the bed. So my side is the right side Mm -hmm. and yours is the left. Yes, very true. Yeah, so... We can't both sleep on the same side of the bed. (laughs) We we have tried. (laughs) (laughs) The first night we ever met, we both jumped on the bed after the wedding and after the filming and everything. And both sat on our sides of the bed. And I can remember, like, really clearly, we sort of looked at each other and were like, you know how you give the look to, hey, is this the right side or is this the wrong side? Yeah. And then I think you were the one that actually said, what side of the bed do you normally sleep on? And I'm like, this side. And then you were like, hey, I'm on this side too. Yep. I think that's why we clicked in the beginning. Yep. We already had something in common straight away. Man flu, one of the world's worst sicknesses or illnesses. Oh, really? According to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. There's no such thing. There is. And there you isn't. actually got to experience it for yourself this week. Yeah, you've been crook this week. Yeah, I've had a bit of a chesty kind of thing. I lost my voice. Some people would have been very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but today is actually the first day that... I've got a back and we even have to delay recording this episode because of it, because I just couldn't I talk. So dramatic. And I even still sound a bit husky now. So define man flu. So it's, How is that different to any other type of flu, cold? What makes it a man flu? Other men will back me up. For some reason, we just get it 10 times worse than anyone else. Yeah, why? Well, you were sick... About a week and a half ago. Yeah. I don't call it a woman flu. No. Actually, why don't people call it a woman flu? Because we're tough and we just accept it for what it is and get over it. But the man flu is so much worse. You've got to label it though. Oh, I didn't personally label it. (laughs) Men in society labelled it the man flu. I know. I know. But still, to say, oh, babe, I've got man flu. I don't think I could say that because I had no voice. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) I wasn't that... Clean. But when I was sick, it's like, oh, you've just got symptoms. 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 <laughs> well, um, you said that you weren't fully sick. You just said, oh, I've got symptoms. You were so sick. With it. I'll give you that. Yeah, I was. But yeah, you got a first-hand case of the man flu. You just are like a helpless child. And I'm assuming that all women go through this with their partners or husbands, where they've got 
a sick man in the house and it's, you know, lying on the couch with the hand, the back of the palm against the <laughs> forehead, you know, oh, can you bring me this and can you rub this and... I don't think I was that bad. Oh, you're pretty close. I think you're painting a horrible picture. <laughs> <laughs> but that was our first real interaction of each other being sick because I do say that you learn a lot about your partner when you're sick mm-hmm. or one of the one of the relationship is sick. So did you learn anything from me with me being sick? Anything that you didn't like maybe? Um, I just don't like the idea of it being called man flu. I don't get that. I don't get how that's different to... How well, I was sick. Yeah. You were pretty good, actually. Yeah. I was surprised. Compared to previous people I've dated, God, mm. the world's coming to an end if they're sick. <laughs> but for you, you actually got on with life. You just, boom, kept smashing out. I did complain a little, I did complain a little bit. Yeah, there was that one yeah, day. I had, to, I had to nap a lot. Mm. <laughs> but see, that was the good times when you were sick and you were napping. You weren't complaining. Yeah. <laughs> But almost it feels like when you got sick, it was, I haven't obviously seen you unwell before. So, you know, a bit of a, you know, caring, caring side or, you know, a motherly nurturing figure comes out and you just want to look after your partner. But then you get over it after a couple of hours. Like you just get, (laughs) you just get over it. I think everyone does. (laughs) I think something else we discovered during the week with me, I had an, an illness and this weird click. So have a listen to this audio because luckily we've got a recording of it. This is us in bed the other night about 10, 30, 11 p.m. And all of a sudden we hear this random click. Don't you hear that click? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've got a bust in the back of <laughs> Far out. It could be like severe arthritis. <laughs> Could be because you don't have a job. You're just sitting around all day. Your bones are weakening. <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> Why are you being so annoying tonight? Well, I love you. You might break my ankle. No, I won't. Can't you hear it's fragile. <laughs> so we've discovered that whenever I move my ankle late in the day, <laughs> I've got this random clicking in my ankle. Yeah. Kind of sounds like it's snapping. Hmm. You, you're getting on in years, I think, babe. <laughs> I'm an old 32. Yeah. And I felt like it. But you were like very, whoa, like, what the hell? Well, I have I have this weird inner ear issue and I've always had an issue, especially with loud, very awful sounds and clicking and cracking of bones is one of the the most hideous things I can't stand. I've got a mate that can click his jaw and makes this horrific sound. I've got friends that crack their knuckles. Oh, my goodness, I just did it myself accidentally. (laughs) But I I can't stand cracking of knuckles and, you know, and you clicking your whatever ankle bone that was. And it wasn't even just the one. It was both my right and left doing it. Yeah. Put it in a bucket of ice or something. You'll be right. What if I started cracking my knuckles? No, see that that would almost be a deal breaker for me. Really? Yeah, I couldn't. I could not stand it. It's also like uh, anyone that chews with their mouth open, or oh, you know, I, I can't stand slurping. Oh, it's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Now I know why. While you were frustrated 
the other day when I had the Macca's thick shake. Oh. And you were staring at me and when I'm driving, I'm like, what, I'm just I'm driving, I know where I'm going. And you just give me these eyes but like... You're allowed, you're allowed to trip, you don't need to slurp it through the straw. Hang on, let me go and get a drink. <laughs> we're at the point now in episode two where I think it's probably fair to say you've been looking forward to going through this list that you've compiled. <laughs> Well, it was a mental list, but it's I, I well I haven't had a a serious relationship for a very long time, so I've learnt a few things about you. Yeah, so if you're sort of <laughs> new to Melissa and myself, uh, engaged six months prior to meeting, uh, Melissa single for twelve years, and now we've come together about seven months. I've lived with a guy before, so. You know, living with a man is not something new to me, so that's good. But uh, the guy I used to live with was just a housemate and just a, a friend. But even then I started to notice, you know, maybe some traits or bad habits, you know, depending on the way that you look at it. And since living together, you know, I've, I've noticed a few things here and there, and I'm sure you've noticed things about me too. Because how long have you been living by yourself for? Because you own your own house in Melbourne. That's where I've moved down to. Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been living by yourself for? Uh, for the last two years, but on and off since I was about 22. Yeah, so you kind of do have a sense of what it's like. What do you prefer, living by yourself or with someone? I actually like both, to be honest. So be careful how you answer this one. <laughs> no, I did. I really enjoyed living on my own because it was more a, a, I had a sense of self where I could do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted and it was my house. I didn't have anyone to answer to or, yeah, I could do anything whenever I wanted. So living with a partner, I can still do all of those things, but yeah. I still need to be considerate of the other person so it's actually not too dissimilar but Mm. it is obviously completely different from going from living alone to living with somebody permanently from my point of view i would say that your personality from how i know is suited to living by yourself where Mm. mine is definitely suited to living with someone or multiple people like i always have (laughs) yeah but we're a little bit different in that space, but it's been very natural for us since the first day that we've met. We've basically, well, yeah, basically we've been living together since day one. Yeah, really. It wasn't as part of filming the show. It was back in Canberra, yeah, up to the Gold Coast, down in Melbourne, and then now permanently in Melbourne together. Yeah, I think we've had what about maybe ten days apart over the. Oh, last... I don't even think it was that many. Hey, yeah, I think it was six. It was when I was back working in Canberra. Yeah. You came back home, this is just prior to Christmas, because we were supposed to be in Christmas at your family's in Western Sydney. That's right. And the COVID thing all changed, so it sort of happened, and then you came to Canberra, and then we came back to Melbourne instead, Mm. and went to the Gold Coast after. Yeah. So that's because we genuinely like being with each other, We and we didn't want to be apart from each other, but... You know, after spending almost almost eight straight months together now, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting what you learn about your partner and and what they do around the house and their daily little rituals. Yeah, before we get into mm-hmm. the list that you've compiled of <laughs> my bad habits, can I ask when we're not like 
at home, because there is days where I'm out doing stuff, you're out doing your own thing, or you're working away somewhere and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you miss me? Of course I do. Oh, that's cute. Of course. I miss you. Maybe not all the time, but... Because we do I'm spend, joking. <laughs> no, but it's, people might think, oh, this is a weird question, but we do spend majority of our time together. It happened yeah. that way on the show. It might not appear that way. Yes, and it wasn't because we were forced to or because you were making me. That was never the case at all. We yeah. actually enjoy each other's company. Yeah. And we just clicked. We've become best friends. Yeah. I think that's the main reason why. That's pretty cute. Now, into this bad habits you've got <laughs> it's where you're not, gonna just undo not, all your good work it's not necessarily <laughs> bad habits well a bad habit is all of my tea towels have burn marks in them oh my god <laughs> do you want to tell the story or do you want me to oh hey you're the one that's burning holes in all of my linen oh okay so <laughs> i'm not the best cook but it's got nothing to do with the food we've discovered that things like your your tongs or your tea towels, how Liz just mentioned. I've got a real habit of burning them. So at home, we've got uh, gas appliances or a gas stove top. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has now happened on two different occasions in separate weeks where... That I know of. No, it is only those two. <laughs> well, you'd be able to tell because the tea towels are burnt. <laughs> but for whatever reason, there's this one pan, whenever I use it, it gets quite hot, the handle, so I have to grab a tea towel. And the first one was a tea towel that ended up catching a light. And I'm like, something smells like something's burning. Next minute, it's my left hand. Woof. The tea towel's <laughs> up in flames. I'm just going, shit. Chuck it straight in the sink. And you're like, what, what? I said, nothing. And you can smell it. Yeah. You got off the lounge and was like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, because I don't want my house to burn down. Yeah, you don't have the best track record with using a gas stove top, so maybe just let me do the cooking from now on. It's funny, though, because I've never done it before and I've always had a gas stove top. But I don't I don't think you were a big cook before. No, I wasn't. I've certainly done the most cooking in my life with you. Yeah. Um, I think you even made a comment when we first met. You're like, oh, you do a lot of cooking. I was like, no, I never do. Yeah, I didn't cook at all for you for, what, Four or so months, maybe once. I reckon the honeymoon, mm. we did a bit of cooking ourselves on the farm. Yeah. I think I did all of it, didn't I? Yep. Anyway, back to your habits. I was trying to defer away, <laughs> if you couldn't tell. <laughs> Let's talk about how long you spend in the bathroom. <sighs> how long do you proclaim that it is? Well, I don't know. It, it differs. But who spends longer in the bathroom, you or me? Depending on what we've got on. Mm. On the occasion. Yeah. Okay, I'll say it. It's probably me. <laughs> but there's a lot of work to get these face looking good. <laughs> I'm thinking more of the hair. I am very particular with my hair, aren't I? Very. We've all discovered that I get haircuts every two weeks. Yes. Um, always tripping the beard. Yep. Remember, during filming of the TV show, you would always say, Jason and I are just obsessed with our facial hair and our haircuts. Yeah. Uh, probably why we, we're best mates. But, mm. yeah, at home, I I just like to look presentable. Yes. And now, yeah, I know you can look presentable without spending all this time in the mirror and doing your hair and whatnot. The days that you see me wearing a hat is when I can't be bothered doing my hair. Yeah. I've been wearing a hot... <laughs> I've been wearing a hat <laughs> a lot lately. 
<laughs> You've been wearing hot lately too. I've been wearing hot yeah. lately, yeah. But I just, yeah, I don't know. I've always sort of been in that environment. Our high school I went to in Sydney was really strict on uniform and presentation. Yeah. So I think it comes from that because that's where my obsession with ironing everything comes from. Having to oh. iron my school uniform. And that's on the list too. You iron everything, even when it comes to pillowcases. And God forbid if that pillowcase is not on the right pillow, oh. that's a saga in itself. Yeah, it happened the other night. That's pillow gate. Pillow gate. Yeah. You've given it a title. Yeah. I know my pillow. And I was like, something just doesn't feel right about this pillow. It's either the protector thing on it that's different or it's the covering. And it was actually both. <laughs> They were the wrong ones, and I was like, I, I couldn't sleep on it. I know, but then you throw a little tanty when you don't have the right pillow or the right pillowcase. Well, it was after midnight. I was <laughs> tired. I was like, oh, my God. It wasn't a, a proper tantrum. It was just a, oh, moment. <laughs> <laughs> a big sigh moment. Well, what about my habits? Your habits, I don't think that you've got many bad habits. I don't think so either. Nothing that stood out to me, and I'm sort of one to look out for that because... Sometimes I might get in a mood where I like to stir you a little bit. Why? And I don't know. Because I like, like to vacuum too much. Well, you are a clean freak, but then again, so am I. Yeah. Uh, my parents, when you met them for the first time up on the Gold Coast, mm. they said, what's he like to live with? And you were like, clean. And my dad's like, oh, pah, please. You didn't see him growing up. But that's when my mum came in and said, since I've moved out of house when I was 20, I have become a clean freak. And... My house, growing up in Sydney when I was younger, my room was always a pigsty. So was mine. Clothes on the floor, everything. But I reckon our house is pretty tidy. Yeah. Yeah. Always try to keep it tidy, but uh, I do like to vacuum. Even it's not at, the worst thing. Even at odd hours. And I sometimes do, what, late night cleaning when I can't sleep. You are a random cleaner. Yeah. As in, wake up in the morning, go and do it. <laughs> I'm listening to the radio. You're vacuuming. I'm like, Liz, you'd like to clean the bench top in the kitchen a lot too. Oh, yeah, I can't stand it. I've discovered. It. Yeah. You do a thing with the dishes that... What? So, you know how I wash dishes and just leave the soap to just to run off and dry off? You have to rinse them and everything. I'm like, I don't think you have to. I think oh, I the detergent, do. though, I don't think you have to. Now, I may be wrong. But, the, but then if you have a glass and it, it has soap suds on it, then the soap suds dry into the... the the, onto the glass and it gives it that you know See, I don't think it does though I think it does I don't know if you we know we need to get the we need to get a bottle of we'll detergent we'll test it during the week and we'll get back to you on the next or episode someone needs to DM us and let us know if, if you're supposed to wash the soap off your dishes because I think I think it just rinsing the soap off dries them quicker all right, well, and we're going to test this out. Oh, in saying that, I do recall now there was a time where I was drinking out of a water glass. Yeah. And all I could taste was soap. <laughs> and it was red wine, so it's not supposed <laughs> to taste like soap. <laughs> Drink responsibly. <laughs> well, I reckon that might do us for episode two. Yeah. Some things we've got planned for the next couple of episodes. We're going to have some guests joining us. Yes. Your, your best mate? Uh, my best mate, Jason. We're going up to my parents' place yeah. uh, in the near future to go and see them, catch up with them in person, and we're going to get Jason in with us. Now, if you didn't see Jason Ingler on the show with us, absolute character. <laughs> yeah. But importantly, he knows our relationship 
better than anyone because he did spend a lot slash the majority of his time on the show as our third will. <laughs> we welcomed him in with open arms. He's like our adopted son. He did kind of become our adopted son, even though he's three years older than both of us. <laughs> but he acts a lot younger than us. So yeah. we took on the mother, the mother, the mother, father figure <laughs> roles. <laughs> Man, my voice is going. I'm trying to get this out so the podcast can finish up. But yeah, he knows us better than anyone on screen and off screen, which I think is the important balance to have here. Yeah. He's going to sort of share his side, plus our parents, they're coming on as well. Well, I think I still have to convince my mum a little bit. I think she's still traumatised from her time on the show, so I'll do my best. Well, uh, that's a few things to look forward to (laughs) in What Happens After. Thank you very much for listening again. My name is Bryce. And I'm Melissa. And we'll catch you again next time. Bye. A Podshave production. Hey, it's Liz. If you ever wanted to ask me a question about myself, Bryce, us as a couple, or you'd like me to discuss a topic of your choice, you can email us at whathappensafterpod at gmail.com and hopefully I can answer it next time on our podcast.